Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. But I could see you having like a spot one day in Mexico that you go to and, and he, enjoy. He, Instead of going to Jamaica all the time. He yeah. thinks it's Puerto Rico. I could, Yeah. <laughs> you could tell people it's Puerto Rico. Yeah. But I could see you having like a nice spot in Mexico. Can't do Mexico. Really? Why, Why not? Uh, I, uh, the only reason I like to travel is to eat good food. Interesting. And Mexican food is just like, the best Mexican food is in America. And Is that true, though? Kind uh, of. Maybe. I agree with you. Like San Diego and San Antonio. Yeah, and- dude. The best street tacos I've ever had in my entire life, San Diego. Incredible. Yeah. And the you, I got sick in Mexico. Twice I've been to Mexico, and I got sick both times. Interesting. Eating fucking whatever or, or eating the is ice. Is it because or, the meat is just not a good quality or the water? I think it's the water, dude. I think whatever it is, I, and I think you got to be used to the bacteria and shit in the water. I, I don't know, dude. I just, just seems kind of fucking low rent to me. Yeah. Well, there's that. It was a suggestion. But you're right. <laughs> you're right. They're monsters. I have, I've moved on from Jamaica, though. I mean, I still go to Jamaica. Where is the new spot? Maybe Costa Rica. Interesting. Costa Rica is a shit. Interesting. Nick, have you been to Costa Rica? No, I've only been to Puerto Rico. But like, I Puerto I, Rico sucks. No, I, Puerto Rico's awesome. I think Puerto Rico is like the perfect, you know, it's close. Right. Yeah, you can go to Puerto Rico for a fucking weekend and you're not gonna feel like, oh, there's all this extra stuff I could have done. Right. Yeah, you got it. No, you, you go did. In, you get there's away. no extra a day and stuff. A half, you yeah, get no, it all. You go to the beach. You go. There's like f- there's three blocks of downtown old San Juan that yeah. you can look at, and then that's it. There's nothing else there. There's cockfighting and like maybe like they have this like bootleg jungle yeah. that you can go to. What's good about <laughs> yeah, Puerto Rico? Yeah, uh, the Yonke Rainforest. Well, it's funny because it's like they fake. Yeah, well, I guess they tell you they're like Puerto Rico is like a natural island, so it doesn't have any like big like animals or flora or fauna or whatever. But I'm like, is that how islands work? I felt, as in the Galapagos Islands, don't they have like the biggest turtles in the world? Huge iguanas. Yeah, yeah. I think Puerto Rico just kind of sucks. They have shitty animals. They have yeah. shitty animals. Like, their whole thing is like this frog, and you go into the, the jungle. The koki. Yeah, the koki. And they, they you go into the jungle, and the whole time the tour guy's talking about, like, they're building up this frog that's on all their branding. Yeah. And um, is how much it sucks. It's yeah, a little fucking yeah. tree, little, frog, tree frog. frog. And and we get to the end of the uh, the walking tour in the jungle, and the tour guide's like, um, "Okay, so um, and now we'll show you the frog." And there's like a tree stump that's open. They're like, "We have to be quiet so we don't disturb it." And this lady looks into the tree stump, and then she's like, "Okay, he's not. He's not here." Yeah, it was all leaves. It was basically yeah. We saw d- a different type of. Leaf. Well, half of Puerto Rico is that. Um, it's uh, I forget what it is. It's either St. Regis, uh, the Dorado. Is it Four Seasons St. Regis? They have like this, this like development for people that want to pay four percent tax rate. Mm-hmm. So Logan Paul, Jake Paul, Peter Schiff, that guy who's like the economist, who's all of the people that don't want to pay federal taxes in the U.S. Yeah. They pay like 4%. Uh, yeah, the Ritz-Carlton Reserve 
It's just a bunch of rich people that go like they pay four percent taxes. There was also like uh, Bitcoin guys trying to turn oh, Puerto ton, Rico into tons and of that. That main guy, Brock. Uh, what's his name? The one that'll like go after you if you Lesnar. No, no, no. UFC guy, right? No, Br- Brock Pearson or something. He was in okay. like Mighty Ducks. He was a child actor. I can't remember the story, but him, Brock Pierce. Brock Pierce. He was a child actor. He was, I think he was in Mighty Ducks. I can't remember, but he was got caught up in this scheme in like 99 2000 with this guy who was uh like a pedophile. He was in Mighty Ducks. Yeah, so he was he, he got caught up in the scheme with this other it was him and two other guys, but one main guy was like he ran a production company that I Brian Singer invested in. Ooh. That uh would like convince young boys to, they did like real world with 12-year-old boys, but then they were like raping the kids and making child pornography. And the one guy got caught, but Brock Pierce, like, I guess kind of skated. So on Twitter, like, then Brock Pierce, that was his story. He was in Mighty Ducks, and then he got caught up in this pedophilia thing. Is this kind of, is there proof to this, or is, yes. or is this no, 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 this is for, this is like I 20 years ago. I just want to know. No, this, <laughs> I just want to know exactly this what is like, for. This is like pre-Pizzagate stuff. Okay. This was back like uh, like Hollywood is filled. Is this with- like the, that that uh, Open Secret documentary? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think this okay. this is part of that's in there. But- Den D E N. Yeah. 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 Get this. Yeah. I get this. Right. Yeah. Garth yeah. Ansier. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Ansier, okay. and then uh, Gary Goddard, maybe. Gary Goddard, maybe sort of Kinda. was involved. But there was a guy named like it wasn't Mark David Chapman, but he had a name like that that he was Mark like, Rec- Mark, Mark Rector, Rector. Mark David Rector, Rector. Rector. Mark David Rector, Mark David Rector. Damn, okay. your brain still works. Uh, yeah, dude, I saw this documentary. I couldn't remember the name of Argentina yesterday. <laughs> okay. I kept saying Argentina. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I don't remember that stuff. But white pedophiles, yeah. I remember. <laughs> Damn, how did you pull the Mark David Rector? Because that's yeah. in the. There's a whole documentary. When was the last an yeah, open secret? When was the last time you saw Open Secret? Oh, I don't know. Seven years or whenever. Yeah, it came that, out. well, that's what I mean. You remember a name yeah, from that? I'm Who, good who's at the it. agent? Mark Weiss. Which agent? There was an agent that was like that's the one that's mainly featured in there. That I don't know, but I know that documentary came out and it was ignored. Everyone in Hollywood ignored it, but it was mm. damning. It was incredibly damning. It was mm. a kid sitting in a drive-through. Of like Del Taco calling these guys, going, "Why did you rape me?" And they were like, "I'm sorry." Yeah, that right. was to die. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, literally, he's like, "Remember when you raped me?" And they're like, "Hey, c- come on, mm-hmm. stop." You know, we had fun too, or whatever. Yeah. And he's like sitting in a drive-through. Yeah, no, the documentary is insane. But on that, when that came out, people would yeah. go after Brock Pierce, who had reinvented himself as a Bitcoin guy. Yeah, and he's, he's like somebody. Me and Nick should give the tours of Puerto Rico. When yeah, you, come. Right. you just hear this. It's <laughs> a bunch of people sitting there, like "fuck the frog." We're like, "It's pedophiles. It's yeah. Bitcoin." Well, Brock Pierce was offering like like uh, like fifty thousand dollar bounties to anybody that could like unmask whoever was calling him a pedophile on Twitter. Interesting. Which means if he's paying that much to get the information, he's paying that much to. We have this person fucking killed also. So he's got a lot of Bitcoin. He was like an early <laughs> Yeah, he bought on the dip. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Well, <laughs> well it, but it, that's the thing is because he's like the, like the whole point. When Bitcoin started, people were like, oh, this is for pedophiles and drug addicts. Right. And then fucking, so pedophiles they, and drug they, addicts were like, well, that? I guess it's I It's our dark web. Well, they're Money like, on the yeah, dark yeah. web. Was it all dark web originally? And it's, well, that was the, that was the, the, the thought. The, the thought. That was the, the, the use case for it was buying right. drugs or child pornography. You want to get someone killed. Oh, I want to get hired. I hit me yeah. to kill my wife. So the worst. Pay her in Bitcoin. Pay him in Bitcoin. The worst kinds of people you can imagine. Yeah, somebody trying to kill their wife or a pedophile. Those were the 
de facto early retail investors. The in early the- adapters. <laughs> and then there had to have been somebody that, a lot of them, there's a, now a, a whole world of secret millionaire pedophiles who couldn't figure out how to use Silk Road, who bought Bitcoin <laughs> to buy child pornography, then couldn't figure out how to use the Tor browser, <laughs> and now they've found a thumb drive. And they all live in Puerto Rico. They're like, oh, <laughs> no, literally, they all moved there. because they're, they're like, all I'm, in Puerto Rico staring at that frog, going, I wish you were a kid. Yeah, right. They're like, well, I don't want to, they're like, I, you know, I don't want to pay taxes on this. You know, I just, I just bought this shit years ago. So I love the idea of being a pedophile. You have the Bitcoin and you can't use the browser. You're just yeah. like, and you can't call tech support. Well, Tor is kind of hard to use. I imagine. Yeah. But I mean, it's like, that's the idea that you can't just call someone over and go, right. hey. Yeah. There's no geek squad. Hi, I don't even Amazon order. customer support. <laughs> right. How are you doing, Mr. Brock? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Listen, I'm a pedophile. <laughs> and I, I figured out how to buy the Bitcoin, but yeah. how do I use the Tor browser to purchase child pornography? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mr. Brock. Yes. Okay, I'm sorry you're having a trouble with this, Mr. Brock. We want to thank you again for being an Amazon Prime subscriber. <laughs> and happy holidays to you. We will look into that. Those guys are the best. Yeah. And so I was, I was saying that, like, somewhat recently, but remember how mad, and I don't think it's that, like, xenophobia has went away. Yeah. Remember how fucking irrationally mad people were at the Indian, like, customer service department? Oh, anybody who doesn't speak English at all. No. Like, I, get, I get furious. Well, maybe this, you're like, bad. Like, no, but because in my mind, I'm going, like, why would you? Why would you put this person on the phone? This yeah. is the only thing they have to do. It's like a prank. Well, this is my it does, point. It is putting them in the line of fire this, sometimes. This is my point, but though. But the Indians are very friendly. The Indians, everyone would get mad at the Indians, but now nobody complains about it now that it's the Filipinos. Oh, yeah, the Indians are much better. No, the Indians are much worse. Wait a minute, point. then the Filipinos? Nobody complains about the Filipinos. They're so much better. Dude, if I, if I, I call, call, if I call any customer mainly, service and they hear an accent, I hang up immediately and I call right back and try to get a white person. What is, makes the Filipino, and by the way, this that is they off call, YouTube, buddy, it, so go watch Nick's special, but it, what yeah. makes the Filipinos <laughs> so much better than the Indians? Literally just calling you Mr. or Mrs. your first name. Okay. Because then it makes you feel like Donald Duck or right. Mickey Mouse, and mm. then, you know, it's like, it's so disarming. <laughs> Okay, you know, I just I I I think the Indians have gotten better. Yeah, in in the time that they've done this, they were really terrible. Like they'd be like, "Hello, my name is Josh," but yeah. now they've gotten I feel like better, and they're mm-hmm. more. Well, yeah, I feel like they lie about their names a little. They less. have to that, give that's them fake woke, names. That's woke culture. That's one of the positive benefits. Indian yeah. customer service people no longer have to lie about their names. Is that true? Did we thing. did we start already? By the way, yeah, we've been doing this for twenty minutes. Oh, wow. Nick just does real good bits in life. Yeah, what do you think? We're in- all enjoying each other's company for no reason. I thought we were gonna- talking about Puerto Rico with no ad revenue and no money. I thought- I thought just sitting here talking about I Puerto thought there Rico. would be like, and we're starting. But know, we, have, we all know who everyone knows who everyone is. We'll, we'll introduce everybody. But we haven't been here before. Right. That, the new studio? It's in studio in New York, yeah. It's nice. It is nice, yeah. It's in a building with other- It's a WeWork, or it was a WeWork, and it's people that rent space- Shady guys and gals, and they just let you rent it monthly. They let you you sign a lease, but the people out there, some of them are working like a, what's a phone booth. Mm-hmm. I know, I saw that. I was saying to him, it's like old timey reporter. Yeah, they're in like a phone the, booth. The, the, like, hey, yeah, I don't know what's get going this on. one on the wire, pal. Right, right. Know, right. Yeah. Do you but imagine the, just being the guy who's like starting a business and you just Hitler rent in one a of those landslide. booths? Yeah, <laughs> it's like a tiny little. I don't know what it is, but there's people out here. They have no. 
they're not part of, I think, a company. They're just rogue. Yeah. Well, they're tr- they're entrepreneurs. They're, they're startup entrepreneurs. guys. They're, I agree, they're, yes. they're, they're entrepreneurs, and they're like, dude, you know what? I I want to instead of working from at home, I'm going to go to an office every day. I work day. by the uh, Freedom Tower. <laughs> yes, they want yes. to they want to be inspired. I kind of admire it a little bit. Uh, you would. <laughs> <laughs> you absolutely would. And I think that some of them are doing good. I guess, but every now and then you'll see like an old woman in one of those weird things like she's closed off in like that phone booth and it's just piled up with papers and yeah. weird like it, you know, I don't know I, what the hell she's doing. I think that's menopause. I think that's <laughs> yeah, that's, that's change of life. Yeah, I think that's what happens to every woman. I helped my buddy start a company years ago. Yeah. It was out of like a WeWork type space, very similar. His Sunsh- name was Brock Pierce. Sunshine Suites in the uh the East Village. And the whole company was this is when social media was just starting um, not just starting, but like MySpace was still around. Facebook was around, obviously. But the whole business plan was we were going to sell social media marketing packages to businesses. Um, we go business to business. It was just right. like a, a phone call. We'd be like, yeah, well, you know, we'll run all your yeah. social medias. We'll link them all together. We had no idea how to use social media. Like, I didn't even know how to fucking make a, a, a Twitter profile at that time. Right. And we just fucking called people up and just ripped them off. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And we started a company. And But did you, when you... <laughs> Did you try to, you, once I mean, the people trusted you with marketing of their business, did you even try? Because that yeah, could have been, by the way, that could have been a great business. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah it's, that's, that's basically SEO and, like, like social media consultation. Like right. There's, there's yeah. a, that's, by the way, that's what Gary Vaynerchuk does. Yeah. yeah. And that guy's worth a lot of money. Yeah, but mm. we had no idea. Like, we had no idea what we were doing. We had a guy named Merrick. I remember this fucking yeah. intern. We had an unpaid intern from NYU that we made do all of the, like, accounts. Like, uh, and it was like this fucking autistic kid with pimples. Yeah. With terrible skin. He had no fucking clue what he was doing, dude. And we just ripped people off for, like, two or three years. Interesting. It was great. And that was, what was it called again? iAnalyst.com. Can we still, can we go to it? I might be destroying his company right now. iAnalyst.com. <laughs> Let's see if it's still around. Is it still a thing? It must be. iAnalyst.com. Oh, wow. We are the 2%. There's yeah. a lot of lawsuits coming from this show, huh? <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot. We got Brock Pierce, and then we got the people at iAnalyst. Well, that's kind of why. producer's going to be like, we're being sued by three different people. That's why I didn't think we started, because yeah, Brock Pierce does threaten people. Well, right? I didn't know, but it's content. Yeah. I it's, think they figured it out. By the mm-hmm. way, yeah, no, it looks great. They fit, I mean, look, here's the deal: you came up. A big part of it, a big part of the marketing, was simply showing a graphic with like a little bunch of like stick people, yeah, and then with like arrows pointing to your to business, more stick people, to more stick people and look, that pointed look at all to, them. to yeah. YouTube, and that that arrow They're, pointed those, back to your business. Yes, yes, no, that's the it's the chart was yeah. the primary. Yeah, that was huge. You you started out as an entrepreneur in this selling tickets in Times Square. Yeah. And you watched the entire social media thing happen. Yeah, there were yeah, nobody was using social media. Dane Cook was using social media. I want to make a documentary, media. by the way. I very much want to make a documentary about you. Okay. And like because that starting out as you sold comedy club tickets. And well, then like the main guy was Steve Hofsetter. That's he, we, I don't know if he would agree to do it, but I'd, of course, rather make a documentary Steve, about Steve Hofstetter. Steve, Steve, Steve Hofstetter, <laughs> I, feel, I, feel, I feel worse for than any... Well, person. he was the original Heckler Guy video. 
ironically, he's, he's, he invented the entire business model. Now yeah, he invented twenty been, years ago. It's ironically, he's like the most influential guy in comedy. Yeah, yeah, right. Because it all stinks at first. Every trend in comedy sucks. Yeah. Before it gets cool, like producing your own comedy shows. When I started, was like whack. Like you yeah, were right. like you were considered a shit comic who had to produce your own shows. Now, let's see how many views he. I guess he has a new special. Let's see how many views this has. Two thirty-five. Okay. 235K. And when did it come out? Uh, a year ago. Okay. The so, most influential man in But comic. he invented this. He invented yeah. the, like, self-produced... Self-promotion. Yes, right. Hecklers, planning but it was also, hecklers. Like, planning hecklers is just so... There's just... You saw it happen, and we all went, oh, he's planning hecklers. We know how real hecklers are, and there's no... Nobody has 50 fucking hecklers in a row, right? Right. Um, well, that's but remember how because people used to mock it, they'd be like, "Comedian destroys heckler." Yeah, and then something changed. I guess it was TikTok. Is that the TikTok audience was more amen amenable to the to that's the right? And now and now like you know, I mean, this has got to. It's like he's got to be going crazy. Well, he's got eight hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube. He's right. doing pretty. He's well. doing a lot better than I thought. Do I remember I did a, a contest at his club in Queens. Laughing Devil. But yeah, it was the uh, Laughing Devil Comedy Laughing Club. Devil Comedy Club. Yeah, right. That was the one in Queens. Yeah, the stand ended up buying the stand it. Stand bought it and turned, turned it into the standing room. room. He yeah. was ahead of the curve in terms of like putting out stuff mm -hmm. on social media on on sites like YouTube mm -hmm. and like way before. Dude, anybody. he was, but he was like he just was shameless with it. I remember I did his contest. He was like it was essentially a bringer contest. You had to like bring friends, but you didn't have to. So you don't have to bring friends. But it'd be good if you did. So I right. showed up. I didn't bring any friends. And it's like me and five other comics. Like, these are like just brand, brand new comics. I I'm maybe three or four years into comedy. And then uh, I ended up, I won the the competition. It was an audience vote. And the other people's friends still voted for me because everyone was so green. Um, and then, then I, and that was to be passed at the club. And then I was like, cool, can I start putting it in avails? He was like, you're now on to the next round of the competition. <laughs> and yeah. he wanted me to come in the next week to do another competition. I was like, all right, fuck this. All no, right. back when MySpace was around, it's funny, MySpace had, they had a MySpace comedy page. Yeah. You could convert your profile to a MySpace comedian page. And it was him and, and Giannis, too. I feel like was very big on there. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah, those guys, you would see him. they were just friends with everybody. Right. And Steve would add anybody with like a comedian page and just like add as the, the whole business is full of people who like dipped their toe into something and then it was before there was money in it. Yeah. Or there was before it was the thing to do. Well, that's that's had they just yeah. stayed with it, they would be huge. But he probably. did he did stay with it. Well, yeah, but he well, come on. We we mean like like for example, Giannis. Had Giannis stayed on YouTube, like then he kind of left that, and he started doing like the half hour and all the shit you thought you should do. Yeah, but like the, the that's the story of a lot of people in the business that were like they were there for a minute and then they. Yeah, it's know? all it's all peaks and valleys. So you right. watch all like Giannis had moments where he was fucking up here and then it goes right. down. Now he seems to be killing it right now. Right, Chris D. Do you look at Chris D.'s career, dude? Yeah, he was like on guy code, girl code, like things were fucking looking great. And then he fucking linked up with Giannis and Gas Digital and did it. It was fucking retarded. Why would he do any of that stuff? Right. And then he had a little bit of a dip, and now Chris is a fucking celebrity. Like, right. You know, so. It is it is up and down. That's what I'm telling myself. No, it is. I'm trying to convince myself that it it's going to go up. 
Yeah, we're both dead. We're both down right now. <laughs> That's not true. We'll see. We'll down see. You just, I, oh, Lewis, I've only I've told you the only thing you have to do is fire every person that you see. <laughs> when you walk into your institution, you have to fire if if they, it's like a video game. If they're even in your eye line, you have to fire them. Fired, get out. Fired, get out. Yeah. That's all you have to do. That's and nice. hire a team of Filipinos. Maybe. You're or the, Indians. By the way, why have you not outsourced? This is a great... Why have you not outsourced a lot of the job to Filipinos? Uh, a lot of it's... To be like... A lot Hello, of it's going to go to AI. Mr. Miko. Hello, I, Mr. Zach. Hello, Zach. <laughs> I have brought you your Wendy's, Mr. Zach. <laughs> we have ordered pizza. We have your advertisement for Kratom. <laughs> <laughs> Here is your kratom read. <laughs> How is the uh, the, uh, the for for a second? Nick Mullen's new special is out, by the way. We're, we'll do this in the beginning of the show. Oh, okay. We'll put this in the beginning. Oh, all right. Yeah. Lewis Gomez and Nick Mullen are with us. Nick has a new special out on YouTube right now, and Lewis has a special out. It's on actually YouTube. it'll yeah. be on the Adam Friedland Show channel. I think this is defunct. So Nick Mullen's special is out on the Adam Friedland Show channel. We're just going to try and consolidate and see if yeah, uh, anything, as you should as well. Every, everything we need something to work. right, and so Louis uh, Gomez has a special Louis, that's on Louis J Gomez. Louis J Gomez has a special. This also holds you back, making people do that. It's just if I didn't know you, you now on, I you, hate you. You do it on purpose. No, it's just it's it's <laughs> it, it, there's no other Louis Gomez by the way. There is, is there? I think who there must be. There's the guy from Wednesday <laughs> who's this genuine no, that's celebrity. Louis Guzman. People tag me sometimes. He's a genuine celebrity. People tag me sometimes thinking they're tagging Luis Guzman. Yeah, well, he's this a happened legend. The other day, yeah, no, Luis Guzman is a legend. <laughs> oh, look at that. Um, Luis Gomez is uh, Luis J. Gomez has a special on where gasdigital.com. No, no, it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. It's all on YouTube. All those half hours are on YouTube. Mm -hmm. But Nick's comedy is on the Adam Friedland the show. The Adam Friedland show channel. It's called Year of the Dragon. Year of the Dragon. Year of the Dragon. So uh, you know, I would look, hey, I would love it if you could please like, comment, subscribe, and share. Because this is all just a game, and we're all trying to be Steve Hofstetter. So even if, <laughs> I, I, even I if don't you, disagree, even by if the you way. fucking hate it, look. No, I don't. Maybe every other people do. I didn't want to do a special, but there's a, a, a lot of money. It's very funny. Yeah. I've seen it. You should watch it. There's a lot of money. And... There's a lot of money to be made right now in stand up. <laughs> stand up. And yeah, you gotta sure. get the. You gotta get to the theater level. You gotta so get there. I don't know what clubs I, pay a lot of money too. I, here's the other thing too. About a year and a half ago, I had like an eight pack. Yeah. And I will give those pictures if you want to show it to, I don't know, I think you need women to come to shows. <laughs> That's a big help. Yeah. I'm getting more of them, but it's still not the majority. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Anybody that's doing real well, I yeah. feel like they they got 50%. They tapped into the girl market. They tapped into chicks? They've tapped into the girl market somehow. And I feel that women can't hate you. Look right. at my fucking wheels turning. I was like, wow, that's the opposite of my strategy. No. And yeah, they, no, they are, yeah. <laughs> I would say that they are sort of my they're not natural enemy, but in the way that you can't have like. Well, here's you know, the thing: that you can't have you can't have two old cats in a small. The apartment. people that are coming to your show, Louis, it's it's one person buying one ticket. Think yeah. about this, right? No, no, I know this. Women travel in packs. Dude, it's packs. infuriating. Every time I look out in my crowd, because my fans are fucking losers, yeah. I look at and it's just a well, bunch of single... And thank you, everyone, for being part of our journey. It's a bunch mm -hmm. of single, individual dudes yes. 
that that they're wearing big fucking clothes that are too big for them. Mm. They're all fucking dressed like Big J, and none of them have any fucking friends. And then I look out, I'm like, I'm surprised they even got to 60% capacity. I got to be honest with you. Mm. Right, because it's one person. We should, no, buying we should, one it's, ticket it's with impressive. their mother's we should, credit card. We should make those guys <laughs> yeah. buy more than one ticket. Yes. Yeah. Half no. of them are wearing a fucking, like, 17XL Gildan <laughs> hoodie. Yeah. And so they don't, they take up the entire table as This is, is what happens before, Louis, this is about... About three if days, South, if Southwest no. Airlines can do it, the comedy clubs can do it. Before <laughs> three days before Lewis's show, this is what happens in any house: someone, the basement door opens, and a guy goes, "I'll give you the cash." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they they only take cards. I'll give you the cash. It's not a racist show. It's not going to inspire me to do anything bad. Mm. It's comedy. I say it to my crowd all the time. I was like, just get friends, please. Right. I could start selling shows out if you just have a friend. Mm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I listen, women. Travel in packs. Yeah. Women talk to other women about what this What do stuff. I have to do? Do I have to watch The Bachelor? Yeah, it's a whole, Nick, it's a whole thing. It's not just abs. You know what it is. You have to relate know, to it's them. not even abs. It's not, it's like you, you have, have to, to, like, be cute. You gotta watch, like, se Selling Sunset, those types of shows. That being in shape has never I done anything I'm talking about Selling it. Sunset, but I relate it to Israel and Hamas. Now, that's <laughs> not, that doesn't help. Because I, I said the hottest real estate show right now is the Hamas war. Right, yeah. It's even hotter than Selling Sunset. It is. That's a brilliant take. Are women appreciating that? I don't think so. Yeah. I, I have a Hezbollah t-shirt I got, and you have no idea how hard it was to find that. Oh, it's so hard. <laughs> yeah. Now, but some women like my show, and some women like, you know, what we all do, and they're coming, there's more of them coming now than there have ever been before. But you know that they're they're fucked up. They're damaged. The girls that are coming out to our well, show. Well, well, how about this? Maybe it's not that they're damaged. Maybe they have kind of a little bit of the neural pathways of a male. Mm -hmm. That maybe they're successful, like in that. They're, you know. You think that. Because I've seen some of the gals at my shows, and that's not what I think when I see them. <laughs> well, I will say that it runs a gamut. I, I, I'm surprised at the amount of people that come to my shows that are soft-spoken Hispanic guys. Yes. They're like, yeah, I've been, I've been, uh, I've been missing for, like, years. <laughs> well, you know what it is. Yeah, you know, like, like me and my friends, we've been since, like, high school. Right, because they're they don't have a culture that's available to them. Yes, they do. It's the oh. audio installation section at Best Buy. <laughs> right, sure. But you <laughs> come is, in and you fill that, that you fill that in. It's PlayStation Five. <laughs> it's interesting because some comics we know it's really racial. Uh -huh. Some comics are supported by their people. Yeah, yes. I'm not supported by gay people. And you're not really supported by Puerto Ricans, which is what I, I, I like. I trick them. I trick them, though, because Latinos, they You, you, you trick the Latinos? Look, edit this part out. Latinos are stupid, okay? They're easily We're tricked. We're not editing that they're, out. They're easily tricked. <laughs> to my audience, I will say, <laughs> yeah. I will not stand for this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here. <laughs> this, this monster <laughs> spews this hate speech. Yeah. No, I, I get when you, like, Latinos and blacks, like, if, just in the wild, like, in the clubs. <laughs> Come like, watch our specials. <laughs> yeah, they're on YouTube and, uh... But I'm saying they, they love me in the wild. They won't love if they, if they, 
they believe the hoopla and the hype. They're not going to be into what I do. But if I just happen upon a black family in a comedy club, they're going to love what I do. Now, let me just re- rewind just, this. Yeah. If you happen upon just Will Smith a black and his- family <laughs> in a comedy club. Will Smith club. and his son. Yeah. Will Smith's there yeah. looking for full a job. black family full, in a comedy club. It happens. They're going to love what you do. They're going to love what I do. Because they got real problems, dude. They're not going to be offended by all these no-no words, you. dude. I agree they're with fucking, you. This guy is fucking. But by the way, can we market your nor- next tour like that? Black families have real problems. <laughs> Come see I'll, I'll Louis Gomez. I'll say this. Come I'd, see me. I don't think I don't think my stand-up's offensive. I think it's pretty like it's not that any of us are offensive. We're not talking to women. No, the shit I would do on Comtown is offensive, but that's Perhaps. but that's that is I always felt that that was more of a born out of a disdain for comedy itself. So it's like, what if I said this? Right. Not that I am saying this. Right. But it's like, what, what if I, how lazy would it, how funny would it be to lazily say this? The, that the, doesn't make any sense. The, but it, it doesn't make a ton, but yeah. the, 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 that's the Brock Pierce pedophilia thing. It's more <laughs> like, what if I was? Yeah, right. Um, but, but no, I get what you're saying. You're almost like, in a podcast, sometimes you just say the fucking lowest hanging fruit because you're like, well, I shouldn't say the lowest hanging fruit. Dating is where it's at. If you're a lot of women, most women that go out want to hear about the Dating. mating ritual. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to talk about that, that is going to excite them. This is from my very cursory study of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I don't discuss it. I also am a gay guy. I can't discuss I cannot discuss men and women and what they do. Would you but start you, sleeping with women so that you could have a, a new... A, do if a new, I went a woman route, it would be, and it could be very successful, it would yeah. be kind of a CBS, like, you know, it's me and my and my what wife, if, and there's a Mexican family, and it's yeah. it, we're on a border, and they move next door, and I'm, like, rough around I, the edges. I, 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 it's not a bad idea. It's like, uh, I, you know... If you could do, like, a, a Chuck Lorre thing where you yeah. used to be gay, and right. now you're straight... Well, and that is could be the sitcom on CBS in like five years. That would be I'm amazing. A, I'm an ex-gay yeah. guard at the border. Yeah, <laughs> and, and right, you know, and then my wife is always trying to get me to like see them as people. Yeah, and I have I see some of them as people, but I struggle with it. Yeah, but there's a great scene where they make me Mexican food, and we all. Did I ever tell you about? I was on the border one time, and I saw a border patrol guy wearing yeah. a kilt. They allowed. No. They, they let him do that. He had the rest of his uniform on, but he had a kilt on underneath. That's amazing. Uh, it's it's so insulting. They're clearly not taking it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> this is the problem. Can you imagine? You go. You the walk border there. patrol is just theater kids. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like a bunch of them. It was one guy just that one had guy. Oh, right there. One guy. It was at McDonald's. Yeah, U.S. law enforcement and kilts. Yeah, They're allowed to do that. They could just choose that. I guess. What is the next iteration of what do you think goes on here? Because you're a mind. You're in the game. You're seeing, a, a, right now, you're seeing a lot of crowd work. Like, I just did a crowd work clip in uh, San Diego. Mm. Gets 5 million views. Yeah. It's just crazy. People love that interaction. I honestly have no, I don't give a shit. I did the special because you're supposed to. Hopefully people like it. People are going to love it. Hopefully that, the second that 
stand-up doesn't make sense money-wise anymore, I'm done. Of course. I'm fucking, I'm done. I believe many of us feel that way. And then I'll, I'll go back to, yeah. You're talking, <laughs> that makes no sense money-wise for me. You're talking <laughs> to two people who agree with you. It's just a hobby. Yeah. What are you talking I know. about? It's, it's crazy, too, because, like, everybody that's, like, quote-unquote blown I'll up. give you the cash. I get paid Friday. The show is Friday. Yeah. That's why I can't give you the money now. Yeah. I would have been paid last week, but I missed a day because I was sick. I would have made more money helping put this set together than I make doing stand-up. But that's also because you're, like, touring in Europe. You go to, like, yeah. London and Europe. Yeah, but these are like little clubs. These aren't. No, I know, but you're. Go- I mean, you're spending a lot of money to get to the place. Oh yeah, yeah. There, that's yeah. a terrible um, idea. But even, even <laughs> crazy. I see Wait, what you're doing. It was doing. me, Dave Smith, Zach, and Robbie Burns, and we brought four people. You bring do- a whole crew to like yeah. Lima, Peru. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, whose idea is it? What agent is co-signing this? Uh, I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> um, do do you think the crowd work stuff holds on? Do you think these clips? Do you think we live in this world forever? No, I think it's a it's a fad to a certain degree. I think honestly, stand up is really hot right now, and all the podcasters are touring right now and doing stand up, and that's going to cool off for people, a minute. We're- people discount like how much of this is also just like the pandemic. Yeah. Prevented people from going out and doing anything. Now people are out. Yeah, people then, came back. And then you get a bump off TikTok, which TikTok's going to be illegal in three months. Once you think uh, they're going to, they're shutting it down. I think they are. Yeah, I've well, now, said the, that. now the TikTok's gone after Israel. I mean, yeah, yeah. you could do anything you want, but <laughs> <laughs> you could be on TikTok. You could throw as many paraplegic people in front of the train I, I, as you want. I, that, that, but, that's all fine. You could have a TikTok. Honestly, the. The Osama bin Laden—that was the funniest. Thing. Hilarious. The, the people are like, oh, everybody on TikTok saying Osama bin Laden's good now, and it's yeah. like two videos. Yeah, it of, wasn't even a huge. Thing. It, it yeah. was not. It was two videos. It was. Yeah. It was what honestly a very funny video of, like you know some. Yeah. Black lady being yeah. like, girl, girl, <laughs> have you read this letter? He was <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my God. Did you he know made about some it? points? Girl, do you know about the Mujahideen? Damn. Yeah. The Mujahideen, what? <clears throat> They've been talking about getting rid of it uh, for yeah. a long time. They've been I talking think it's about good. it. Get rid of it. Get rid of all social I, media. By the way, all of it. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of agreeing, not not in the sense that I, I care about the Bin Laden letter, but I say get rid of it. Get we rid thought, of it. We get were rid happier. of it. We were happier before we had social media. Get rid of all of it. No, we weren't happier. I, I don't I, know so if we were. I'm happier. the exact. I think. Well, it, some people were happy. I think, I think everyone does, was. Happier. A lot of people might have been happy. I think everyone did. Just but the, here's the just deal: in general, the anxiety that people have. From no, like, you were 20 be, years old. You weren't our happy. entire career. We're happier because of social. Media. Our entire career is this. Yeah, you cannot roll it back. I'm just saying, ban TikToks. I don't have followers. Me on. personally, I would. <laughs> that's my only. I'm saying let's reset because people have really blown past me on this thing. Yeah. I didn't know what was going on. Let's reset now, mm-hmm. and let's oh, let's reset. <laughs> I'm just saying reset. So you just wipe it's a clean slate, keep TikTok, but dump every everybody has to start at zero. And we all start over now. And delete, and you get a six-month head start. Well, <laughs> it's not the worst idea. Yeah. But no, I think we delete TikTok and go, this one's no good because it's the Chinese or whatever. It's mm. trying to kill. Whatever. You should do whatever is Whatever we're going to say because of- I have like no fo- I've got, what, 60,000 followers? Yeah, 60. Let's delete That's this it. now. This is about, well, I haven't tried. But this is embarrassing. <laughs> now let's delete this because of the Hamas and the Chinese. Yeah. It's just like. Which uh, one are you the best at then? YouTube? Hamas? No, oh, no, no. social no. media. I don't know. Pod, but podcasting, but it's not okay. social media. 
Instagram's the one that I think is podcasting. The best. Is, podcast, podcasting is social media. So then that one, yeah, that's right. the one I'm good at. Okay. Yeah. And Instagram, I'm okay at because I get the, I know how to do the swipe up. Mm-hmm. I wish I'm 38. You got to realize we're all getting old. Yeah, I already, I'm old. We're old. We're old. So I'm, yeah. I'm 41 years old. The reality is, these things don't make as much sense. Like I don't. And I think it shouldn't. Mm. They don't make as much sense to me as they did back in, you know. Well, they got, it got weird and almost like abstract for a minute. Remember there was like that uh, that eight-second one where you could only do like eight-second videos? That right. was like a- Vine. Yeah, that was, there was no there was no use for it. There was no purpose. It was People just, became stars on that. And yeah, listen, then yeah. it shut down and they some of them committed suicide. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they disappeared. <laughs> Not genuinely, well, they, all, they, they all, disappeared. They, they all kill, put them they in They killed themselves house. on a loop. We know. <laughs> <laughs> we know people- that were like that was their whole career. Yeah. yeah, and then they just, I mean, gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes, like, but I'll that's see- show business. That's, that's right. <laughs> that show business has always been that. That's true. It's like you, literally, you get your fifteen minutes of fame, and then you get you know sexually molested by a producer, yeah. and then it ends, and then the government comes and says, "Oh, that twenty million dollars you made, we're taking thirteen of it." And right. then uh, you get behind on your mortgage. The bank takes that back. And now you're just a guy that, that was molested. Right. And then you kill yourself. And that's, right. what, that's what being a comedian has always been. That's what it should have right. been. That's that was the goal. Being, yeah. And that's when it was actually good. That's when, right. Remember when the goal was to simply just be alone on the road making $1,500 a weekend? Yeah. That was it. Yeah. It was mm. the top of the mountain. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. no, it, this didn't exist. I remember thinking, I remember when I started comedy being like, oh, dude, if I could just do the- If I could just get molested. The funny, the funny bones. Yeah. If I could make $50,000 a year doing like well, B-level Well, the clubs. first thing you do is take a mega bus to like an Albany funny bone and you stay overnight in like a dump and you feel great. Yeah. You it's feel amazing. It's actually the best feeling the sh- ever The first time I life. stayed in a, a Red Roof Inn, actually, dude- I think you were, were you with me? Was it, did you do that strip club? Yeah, was that the first time? Dude, you... I think that was the first time we stayed at a Red Roof Inn. Mm-hmm. And I just and remember- You almost we... got into a fight with the Indian guy behind <laughs> the counter. <laughs> what happened? Did they not have your suite? I don't know. They, they, he's like- Lewis is like, I pre-reserved a suite. <laughs> Literally, yes. They were like, yeah, we don't have your reservation. They didn't have, there was exposed fucking like yeah, insulation. There was asbestos. And, right. Like, yeah, no. Get down from the they, they were, it was like, pardon our fucking appearance. <laughs> and <laughs> and that know? sign was falling apart? Yeah, no. It, it, the whole the place was a mess. They had yeah. fucking they you know and you go to like a real shitty motel and they have prices for all the things you can steal. That's right. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and that on there it was like the microwave, right? The, like picture frames. Yeah. One hundred twenty five dollars because people are just stealing everything. Yeah, they're just warning you. Yeah. Like, right. Don't fuck around here. Yeah. Don't steal the fucking. Don't the, take the, the microwave. microwave. Dude, it just smelled take, like mold the whole the, hallway, dude. Yeah. And yeah, we fucking yeah, shower we curtain. You uh, you can take what it. What year was this? This six seven years ago at least. No, it was like twenty fourteen. Isn't it good that all of our friends have done well? Yeah. yeah. Well, well, that's the thing. Depends yeah. on how you define well. Yeah. And friends, we're doing all of our because <laughs> some of our friends haven't, but everybody that we know yeah. has like has. Is not doing that. Varying degrees. Of, He's not doing of, the red roof in. Better, better than better than I wait, thought it was going to be. Come on. That's not true. Some people are not doing well. There are our friends. I'm very happy I have hair, and so many of my friends have hair, and a lot of them don't have hair, but they wish they did have hair. Some of them do. And I tell them they about Keeps, because Keeps is about keeping the hair that you have right now. You get expert care for hair loss from the comfort of your home without ever visiting a doctor's office. All the treatment plans are personalized to address your unique needs. If you are losing your hair and you want to stop it dead in its tracks, Keeps is an online subscription service that makes it easy 
and more affordable for men to treat their male pattern baldness from the comfort of their own home. With Keeps, get clinically proven treatments to address hair loss and boost hair regrowth delivered right to your door in discreet packaging. Complete an online consultation to get matched with a treatment plan tailored to address your hair loss concerns. Find a plan that works for your schedule with the flexibility of three, six, and 12-month delivery options. Plus, you can adjust, pause, or cancel at any time. It's easy. They've got over 4,500 five-star reviews with impressive before and after photos from real customers. They deliver treatments directly to your door. It's discreet. It's non-branded packaging. You'll love it. So, hair loss stops with Keeps. For a special offer to get started, go to keeps.com slash Tim Dillon or click the link in the description. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash T-I-M-D-I-L-L-O-N. K-E-E-P-S dot com slash T-I-M-D-I-L-L-O-N. Yes, but Tim dumps we, those people. He doesn't consider yeah, those people I, friends anymore. I mean, anymore. no, it's, they're not. It's not that they're not my friends, but it's just like, you know, what do you want? It's like, what do you want? What do you, what do you talk to somebody about? What, what do you do? What do you do? What do you do for those people? You really can't. That's you the can't thing do anything. Like, that's what I mean. I love it, those people, but I, what are you gonna? What are you gonna do? It's not. Is there not like? There's not any kind of. There's not like. It's there. There is some. You can after the fact take a look at success. And say these are the factors that led. Yeah, them. but that doesn't mean that you can like just isolate those things and then the the. the but the, even the, those the, the people sum, the sum that are parts, doing horribly, yeah, I would say that many of them are doing better than they were. I don't know. There's people. I, no, I, I know. I'm not going to name to. names, but there's there's comics that are extremely funny. Yeah, and that who they, haven't caught on. Yeah, and but they have yeah. exposure. People know who they are, yeah. and they're good, and like they should be doing better than they are. Yeah, and uh, for whatever reason, it just doesn't like. It's like uh, watching like a like an airplane try to start. Like, bah, 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 bah. yeah. You know what I will say that I really appreciate about you, you Shane. Like from an outside perspective, it's from a brown person's perspective. Oh, we're gonna do that now. Brown person's perspective. Okay, faggot listening. I mm. I like the uh, I like the fact that people can no longer say that they're not succeeding because they're white guys. That was a thing for a few years. Where we're like, yeah. oh, dude, I'm a white guy. We're just right. not getting booked, and it's like that's just not the case it's anymore. Not true. They love white guys again. White guys are back yeah. in a massive way in the sure. industry. Tom Segura, Burt, fucking Matt, uh, Matt Reif. I think when the white guy thing was happening, that was more like people. I heard that more with guys going like, "I can't get a writing job," and that was yeah. true. Yeah, because well, they're telling was, me was, their agents were telling them we need to staff this. But with- it, it's funny because it also like it 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 fucked over the people that I don't know. They were trying to. I I, I didn't feel that, um, right. and then I don't think like Kurt did either because they would staff a room. And then they would have... This is kefir, by the way. It's not a glass of milk. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it's rude to say diversity hires or whatever, but you would have a diverse writer's room. But then they would hire a white guy, and the white guy they would hire would always be like a white guy with darker sensibilities that would say stuff that would be perceived as offensive because that in and of itself is a type of diversity. Who wouldn't get hired as the white guys that are like, guys, can we just uh, be a little nicer to women? Please? Right. You know, yeah. those guys wouldn't get hired. Right. Because it's like, well. The guys who secretly wanted to rape everyone yeah. in the room <laughs> yeah, yeah. wouldn't get hired. I mean, that's probably the reason. I yeah. Don't know, can we just be a little kinder to these ladies? Yeah, yeah. And do you need a ride home? Mm-hmm. Because I'm a rapist. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the UCB cat sweater. Yeah. Aggressive messenger. That's. Of, I yeah. would love to do a little, like, movie. About a character, I have a character in my head that is one of those guys because that was such an annoying type of guy 
10 years ago. Yeah, so but they were everywhere. Ultra feminist cat sweater wearing rapist. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and they always had a name like Brandon Scott Eric. We had one of those, you know, <laughs> it was always a, they always had a name. Yeah, was, it was always three like names. Four first names. Yeah, it was yes. Yeah, I'm David, I'm David Brandon Scott. One of the <laughs> one of the shortest and most ill-fated podcasts of the boom was not Bastard Radio. It was a mm-hmm. podcast called Rape Dicks. Rape Dicks. Mm-hmm. It's called Rape Dicks. Yeah. Where Luis Gomez, myself, and I believe Karen Fian, maybe, were investigating open mic rape claims. Comedy rapes. <laughs> Comedy rapes. <laughs> yeah. And employing uh, our knowledge of the, you know, and by the way, we, the most famous rape, probably, or one of them, but probably the most famous rape. We investigated it, and it got weird. It actually got cool. Mm-hmm. It was hilarious. It was. Uh... We found some very interesting things happening, and it didn't add up. Remember that? What Remember how exciting it was? It was the girl rape, right? No, that was one of the other episodes. That with... was where we actually had her on. That was hilarious. <laughs> and she said, that Casey Anthony thing is still my favorite moment well, the, of the podcast. Hi- the, hi- the highlight of that whole era. In it New was York Aaron, Com- you know his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the highlight of the, all of the Me Too's in New York comedy was when uh, Ray Kump and... Uh, who- Margot Reese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Margot Reese and Ray Kump yeah. were canceling each other. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't they, remember They were this. like, I don't know, like fucking... I think Mar- Mark touched Ray's tit and then... <laughs> Ray, Ray grabbed Mark's penis, yeah. and then they had a, like a two-day battle on Facebook <laughs> where Ray's like, well, you touched touch my breast first. You attacked me first. <laughs> I was defending Mark, myself. You touched my breast first. And then, and then Margo, I think, start, Mark started to lose, so he transitioned. Uh, uh, oh, was it that one yeah, of those? Oh, yeah. Perhaps. Yeah. I don't know. But there was, another, there was another one of those. and that, I think that, that's what happens. If, I think you get in an argument in a bank and you put, start to lose. You go, I'm a woman now. That put an end to it. There was no more. It was that one and the other one where, and this was the funniest one because yeah. I remember this was back when I was on Facebook. I like woke up, I go onto Facebook, and I'm not, I wasn't really checked into, I really kind of only ever hung out at the stand. So I was right. never really fully integrated in the New York right. stand-up scene. And um, that's why I saw you. I see on Facebook that someone's saying, just to let everyone know, Mo Faffelbab is a rapist. (laughs) Yes. And I was like, I remember this. He ran that very woke Brooklyn comedy. Mo Faffelbab. I was like, very (laughs) woke comedy. I was like, there's no way that that's a name. What was it called? That thing he ran. Sesame Street. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, it was like the, the fucking, was it? The annoyance theater? No, yeah, it was maybe. like it was something where it was like the Brooklyn Comedy Collective, or like it was like come to the comedy commune or whatever. Yeah, and then well, then got- that also turned into then the story came out and he was like, no, I blacked out and you raped me, and then it was them, it was him and this woman arguing about who <laughs> raped who, and it just turned. <laughs> It turned the whole thing into like a laughing stock, and then nobody yeah. nobody was. Well, we found it. some weird shit with the uh, with the Glazer thing, where we found some stuff where it was oh, like, yeah. remember we found that non-binary person yeah, dude. in the mix, and it was like these two women, and we interviewed his roommate. We listen, we we I I completely forgot about that this entire thing. It, it was actually w- amazing. It was really great. I, I don't even know where you find that podcast. I don't either. Is it a real ass podcast? Is it on that feed? It had to be. Doggy, that shit was fucking wild. And then it, the reason we stopped was because it actually got dark. It got dark. It, we actually started it uncovering got... shit where it was like, we're talking Can you like. Tell me what happened. So well, so here's the thing I feel left out. There's a big rape story. And <laughs> this I'm just, guy I'm was not really. Here... He, right. He was not a successful comic, but he was completely 
thrown out of the scene because of a claim. Two women claimed that he drugged and yeah drugged and raped them. And me and Lewis wanted to know more, so we interviewed his roommate. Now his roommate well, said also too that that whole thing blew up because when it initially happened, when the firestorm initially started, there was people cancel like saying, "Oh, this guy's a rapist," and it was based on a screen cap of an anonymous message from somebody who works at UCB who said that somebody else said this guy was a rapist. Right. So it was like... And that's when Metzger got involved and he was right to well, say we I can't. mean, that's... And, and I also, I kind of was like, I was like, look, it's, you can't fucking destroy a guy, but then once we started... But to there was not even details. It was just that he's a rapist. As soon right. as we started yeah. to, as soon as we spoke to two people that knew him, we were like, this is a dark individual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we're like, he's a dark individual. But also, I think it was, it was one of those situations where I think everybody was... Lying, yeah. Because that's what you realize when you get to the depths of these. Everybody's lying, and then you start going, "Oh, he is a rapist, but he might not have raped those people when they said he did." Yeah. Because the roommate's telling us the time the girl saying it happened, he never brought one girl home ever. Yeah. So I don't know what that. Then the, hell but then the roommate was like, "But no, no, this guy rapes." But then the roommate's like, "But he's also a rapist." <laughs> He just didn't rape those girls. She, he was, she was like, we're like, so he's innocent. She goes, no, he's a rapist. I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on. It got so complex. We were on phones yeah. in like a, in a bar eating and uh, like doing actual research. And this is before, what's that podcast that got wait, huge? Wait, didn't we call him? Yeah, we did. We what, called what him. What was the podcast that got huge with Adnan Syed? Serial. This serial. is the original this one. Is, this is This serial. is literally the original serial. And we called him. And we're like, we, we're investigating your rape claim. And he goes, who is this? And we went, it's Luis Gomez. He thought it was a cop. Yeah. Like, it's Luis Gomez and Tim Dillon. And we're investigating your rape. And he's like, okay. Ah, shit. Me, the Me Too movement was so huge for a fucking hot minute. And rape didn't stop. Or maybe it worked. Maybe people stopped raping. But I just think it, like anything else was a fucking fad. It's no, like the, crowd work they, videos. They shut it down after the Tara Reid thing. That's where it ended. What? Like global. Tara Reid made claims against Joe Biden. And then they had the right art. There was articles. Wait, Tara Reid, the, the, the. No, different Tara Reid. Okay. I was like, wait, no, I she was a staffer. She was a staffer in the 90s. She made claims against him. And then she ended up like uh, <laughs> like defecting to Russia. And so now people Right, because he she was saying he okay, now I remember. Yeah, no, this. so there was rape claims in a minute. But then when that happened, this came Reed up. He'd worked for Biden as a congressional aide in ninety two and ninety three and later later attended Antioch yeah. University. She later da 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 Reed misrepresented herself and her life experience on numerous occasions. Okay. So this is all just she, nothing when, ever happened. When right. this happened, then there was uh, there had to be articles that were like, uh, well, believe all women doesn't actually mean, mean believe yeah, right, all women. Yeah. It's That's the women. thing. Once someone comes out and goes at one of the sacred cows, they right. go, oh, actually, we didn't mean believe all women. Yeah. Also, believe all women is the craziest thing in the fucking world. It's crazy. World. It's psychotic. The craziest person we all know yes. is a woman. Guarantee. If you right. think about but, the craziest but, person but, but, you've ever met but, but, in your but, entire but, life, it's a fucking female but, guarantee. It, I mean, also, the point, the, the substance of the believe all women doesn't mean, like, you know, they're incapable of lying in the same way that black lives matter doesn't mean that, like, white lives don't matter. 
You know, it's like it's not that it's mainly directed at the people who are supposed to investigate well, these things, like like the police, for example. Is it though? Because I don't think so. Because you you'll see it it's still to this day. It might have started as that, Nick, but it really became more of a cultural thing. Yeah. On social media, yeah. I, I oh, just, yeah. well, that's where but social yeah. media became life for everybody. Well, this, this, this is where this proves that the level of nuance. Believe what women you're did mean for a while there that if a woman claims. To have been assaulted, yeah. she's not lying. But this proves—I mean, that was the this. This yeah. proves that it never meant that, because because sure, it, I don't believe because, it ever because, meant because that because the people that were the most diehard supporters of it, like obviously held that nuance in their heads because something like this comes up and they're like, "Well, I, you know right. what I mean." Of course, they have right. no—they have no problem with the collateral damage when it's happening to their enemies. Oh, I mean, but but not also, at all. I mean, I, you know, I don't know. Are people really investigating this? No, you get the same people on the Nobody's other side. Nobody's investigating. Right, this. you get happy. You're like, oh yeah, no, he did it, no matter what, because fuck right. Joe Biden. Right, which yeah, I'm but on, that's, board with. on social media, care. what it sort of became was like you know somebody would claim something like a girl. It, yeah. I just saw this happen recently. Uh, another comic got accused of some shit. Some girl posts something very vague. The thing that she posts. And people are just responding to it. Hashtag believe all women. I believe you. I'm so sorry this happened to you. You're like, like just right. just a blind like a blind accusation. You can just do that, and just randomly people will just blindly follow it. That's kind of crazy. Mm. I just love the idea of like, it was me, guys. No, I'm, no, I'm being, I just, I'm being taken down. The people are represented by two equally important groups: Luis Gomez and Tim Dillon. Rape dicks. <laughs> and we just have to go back. I'll bring it back right now, Tim. And and and, and just it, because here's the thing: there are answers to all of these open mic comedy rapes. Mm-hmm. If you if you look hard enough, I know. I think the answer is that it's not any more prevalent in comedy than it is anywhere else. This building, the the, the people who work here, they deal with sexual assault. And I've they been deal raped with, three times. He loved it. I walk it <laughs> off. Who cares? Not a big deal. Tim walks in the elevator backwards. I try to get raped. Um. I yeah. had I had my anus and genitals removed after seeing the Barbie movie. It's <laughs> <laughs> not really something I have to worry yeah. about. That makes a lot of sense. Uh-huh. I had Caitlyn Jenner came to my friend's giving in Los Angeles. Really? Yeah. That's great. You told me you were going to try to get her to come to Skankfest. That never happened. She wasn't into it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really try? I tried. <laughs> you said, dude, I want to bring, Tim called me up. He's like, dude, I want to break the internet. That's an He's insane like, I'm going to bring Caitlyn Jenner. It's you, Caitlyn Jenner. Gary Weiss. Kim Jong-il. Kim Jong-il. Eli Roth. <laughs> Bobby Lee. Yeah, Kim Jong-il. Santino. Yeah, it was just some, it was wacky. Just a bunch of L.A. idiots. When are you coming out there? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta figure okay. out a date. I'll figure it out. Introduce me to fucking Caitlyn Jenner. Dude, just hang out. Oh, me, oh you, gosh. and Caitlyn Jenner going out one night would be hilarious. It'd be amazing. It'd be the best. She'd love me. What does she, she would do? love? You. What does she do now? You don't hear her. She was going off for a while. She flies a plane, like a personal. She has a little plane that she flies in Malibu and enjoys. Yes, <laughs> I don't understand why you would do that. Well, people like a, people are aviators. What do you yeah, want me to tell you? I don't know. It's like begging to get killed by the CIA. I agree. I would not be in a plane like yeah. that, but this is what the woman wants to do. Yeah. The very natural woman, what she wants to do is <laughs> six hey, five. Hey, Tim, get in my plane. She walked in and she goes, I taught all my kids to be punctual. I was like, you're very on time. She goes, I taught all my kids to be punctual. I'm like, what a dad thing to say. Uh-huh. I was like, what a dad. Like, I was like, what a. Stand up straight. Stand up straight. <laughs> but she was talking about how nobody's patriotic. I just talked about on Matt and Shane. It was a great, you know, I'm I'm a big fan of her, and I like what she does. I think that's the next step in the evolution of trans people. 
Trans, like trans Republicans. Yeah. That's, you need it. You need it. That's when you know you have full equality. When people, when the kids on Twitter are going, fuck her, she's a Nazi. Yeah. But with the right pronoun. <laughs> she's a Nazi. Uh, yeah, she's, right, here we go. So disappointing, another biological male stealing podium slots, medals, and financial opportunities from women in sports. This madness must end. So she's against uh, transitioning... Well, Ma- listen, male to female transitioning. She's in sports. interesting because nobody knows more about athletics than that woman. Yeah, and transitioning. I mean, and transitioning. she is the authority on it. this subject. She's the authority on this subject. We and should the listen only to authority. no one but her. <laughs> we should listen to no one but her. She's a gold medal. He was a gold medalist, and then she became an expert on being a yeah. a trans uh, person. Why should anyone else matter in this discussion? And I love that she's never cited. That's also one of these crazy arguments that people have. Like, we all logically go, like, oh, well, obviously, you know, a, right. a biological. Obvious. It's just so obvious. obvious. Everyone agrees. If you put everyone in the world uh, into a fucking lie detector test, they'd all go, like, all right, we all agree with that. But, but it's just- 10%. It's extremists who are nuts. And then their supporters aren't even real. But it's like, it's, it's almost like the left's version of like gun nuts. Where you're like, like people that really want their guns are like, no, dude, no regulations. We don't give a shit. We want fucking nothing. The more guns, the better. Right. You're like, well, no, that's crazy, right? We agree that some people shouldn't have guns. Right. You'd think. Right. You would think. You know? I don't know. I agree with you. I don't, I don't think everyone should have a gun. Some people should. Some people shouldn't. Caitlyn Jenner should. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> She should I, also be the head of the just, tobacco firearms. All, and, the, uh, all the sports that, like women's sports, that they, there's been like any controversy or all sports that, like, who cares? Well, because it's the women. It's like, oh, shot put. This is oh, why we don't get women. them in our shows. <laughs> the poor women shot putters. Well, I agree with you, but yeah, it's the women that are trying to get a scholarship to college with swimming or something. And it's also, uh, they started this journey fucking 13 years ago before this was even a thing. But here's the deal. And it they is going to be funny. Their, their time in de- yes. becoming an, a high-level well, athlete. And that, now Co- it's being taken. College should be free anyway, so there's the Well, yeah, but it's not. So it's we, sh- maybe, we could say maybe, it should be. Maybe you make it, you maybe but even if a situation college is free, Let's say you want to be an Olympian. Uh-huh. If you want to be an Olympian yeah. in a female thing, uh-huh. You're going to be defeated by just biological. But men. Uh, what we would want is to that. See, yeah, that one, that one makes the least sense to me. How? Because we're competing against other countries that so, are going to have biological men doing it too. Well, no, of course they will. We'll make. We'll we try to find the mo. We will force. We have all training. We'll force. Yes, then, yes, exactly. Okay, I see. Well, that's a strategy. Yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> I mean, if yes, if we have an all tranny female team, yeah. And, and, every and we're destroying everybody. Even ones where it doesn't matter, like darts. No, it's just all trannies. Yeah, marksmanship. Yeah. Yeah. I, an all-tranny American Olympics isn't the worst idea. Also, mm. t- technically, men shouldn't have the advantage in a game like darts. But I don't know. I don't know the world dart record, but I guarantee you the best dart player in the world is a guy. Yeah, I love oh, watching. I love because watching he's those. not thinking about the Eras Tour. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, of course. He has the mental capacity to handle just the board and the thing. Yeah, he's not like, my sister got fourth row. Mm. How did she get fourth row? Her <laughs> husband's gay. 
Tim, um, could you get me tickets to Taylor Swift for my niece? Should we, by the way, all three of us, should we? Because I know, I'm, I'm going to guess, I'm safe for a fact that none of us have seen that show. No. Right. Should we all just go to the Eras Tour? Let's go. Because it's the one cultural thing that we haven't experienced. Well, there's many of them, but that's the one glaring. I think she's mad at the Adam Friedland show. So oh, right, because of the th- Maddie Healy thing. Yeah. I get it. Well, I believe, I've said she's a mediocre talent, but she probably doesn't know. Yeah. I don't think she's, it's her birthday next week, too. Oh, <laughs> great. Happy birthday, Taylor. Good Street. for her. Do you hate her? I don't hate her. I just feel like I'm. I miss. It's miss. It's lost on me. She's the. She's America's sweetheart. She's the. She's the girl you want. I your never son to wanted bring home. my entertainers to be sweethearts. Right. That was never something I wanted. But I get it. I don't begrudge her an ounce of her success. Yeah. I just personally that that and you just kind of nailed it. That is lost on me. Like Kelly Ripa was always lost on me. Kelly Ripple was always this person. Mario Lopez. All of that stuff. Yeah. All of these people who Mario, were like, Mario hey. Lopez. Mario yeah. Lopez isn't a thing people like, though. No, no but it's, it, but it's not that there's nobody. It's a genre of there's human. No, but yeah, there's yeah. nobody. Yeah. That, nobody's a Mario Lopez fan, but everybody in America welcomes Mario Lopez into their home. Here's he what could you, be on the Today yeah. Show. He'd be on a cooking show. He'd be I, on the because Hallmark you have channel. no option. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just But fucking, I never understood why, like, that... Like, Kathy Lee I liked when she was with Regis because she was a drunk. Her <laughs> husband was cheating on her. Regis hated yeah. her. He Regis a, would scowl at her. he actually yeah. liked her. He yeah. actually hated Kelly because Kelly was a demon from hell. Yeah. yeah. Who is, but Kelly was like, I'm Mrs., I'm the nice mom, but everyone, she's a demon. Yeah. So it's weird. I never, that I just get very suspect of people whose whole sales pitch is like, I'm nice and I love everyone. Right. I love everyone, and everyone loves me. And those are, those are, yeah, those are the most yeah. like sinister people. It's like Ellen, right? That's what happened yeah. with oh, her. Oh yeah, she's like America's CIA. <laughs> no one's like that. Most people are just sort of grouchy. Most of the well, time. that's what I trust. No one's yeah. like the way that these people are like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Taylor Swift isn't gonna give me. I'm gonna give you a perfect example. A girl died at her concert in Brazil because it was hot. Mm-hmm. Whatever, it was a heat stroke. And Taylor Swift put out a thing, which I get why you do this, but put out a thing. Get the statement up, Taylor Swift, about the... Uh, I'm sorry my show was too spicy for you. She was basically... <laughs> I can't believe I'm writing I'm these sorry. words, but it is with a shattered heart. Listen to this. I can't believe I'm writing these words, but it is with a shattered heart that I say we lost a fan earlier. And then she said something like, I don't know much about her, but I knew she was beautiful. It is with a shattered heart. Shattered heart. I just, there's something about it to me that just, it is, something doesn't. Yeah. Well, her heart was shattered because she got cheated on right before. <laughs> right. It right doesn't it pass the smell test uh-huh. for me. I don't know why. I can't articulate why. Something I feel just doesn't, it's, I don't know. It's because it, you, she's like describing a real emotion in the fakest way possible. Right. It's just, it's, it's, just, it's hypocrisy. It's, it's everything. It is your it's heart everything, shattered. It, it's everything that sucks about celebrity, right? Here's what Taylor Swift should have said. People die in this country all the time. Wait, did she handwrite this? What is this? This is the, the statement that she posted on like her story. This is the statement. Let's read the whole statement because it's insane. She's like, I, I try. I'm writing these words, but it is with a shattered heart that I say we lost a fan earlier tonight before my show. I can't even tell you how devastated I am by this. There's very little information I have other than the fact that she was so incredibly beautiful and far too young. I'm not going to be able to speak about this from stage because I feel overwhelmed by grief when I even try to talk about it. I, I want to say now I feel this loss deeply and my broken heart goes out to her family and friends. This is the 
last thing I ever thought would happen when we decided to bring this tour to Brazil. Also, what is the what, why is this in a a handwritten font? Do you understand a, something's wrong here? Well, this is a typed message that's yeah. been put into a handwritten. But form. is that her actual ha- um, handwriting? No, that's no, a, no, no. I'm saying, is this her actual thing, or did somebody else make this image? You know what I'm saying? Like a fan could have made this and put it on a website. It's on no, her this is her today. thing. Oh, it is from her story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is a handwritten font. That's psychotic. <laughs> Something is odd about. I'm just saying. Well, I'll tell you why. Because something's was, odd. No, there was that other concert with what's his name, uh, Travis. Travis Scott. Scott. He didn't say shit. Well, I know. And he then didn't he, care. Well, people got mad, at him. <laughs> and that was good. People got mad at him for that. <laughs> so now, if somebody it was in Houston the same weekend as Skankfest, people shot into his concert, and he's like, "The show must go on." He showed up the next week to like Jersey, like, "Let's yeah. go." Mm-hmm. Yeah, you remember that uh, back in the day, the Great White concert where their pyrotechnics lit yeah. the place on fire? That video is crazy. Have you seen it? Yeah, it's wild. No, I watched a documentary on it. It's in, fucking, the whole thing is nuts. In, uh, what was it, Connecticut? Rhode Island. Rhode Island, yeah. The, uh, Warwick, Rhode Island. Yeah, Great White. They played a show and the, they had pyrotechnics behind the stage. And it was, they, they didn't get approved for pyrotechnics. Right. So they had like a pyro, like they're, they're, they're trying to relive like their glory days from the 80s. The whole, so it's the, like a little yeah. club, like the size of the Irving the whole, Plaza. The whole building was a tinderbox, but they only had like one point of egress and it was behind the merch table. Right. So fucking 100 people got trapped in this building and there was a guy recording the show. And he got out first, and he just kept recording as people were burning to death inside the building. And you can hear them screaming the whole right. time. Well, a lot of people died of smoke inhalation and being trampled to, Nick. Don't be so morbid. Okay, all right. Well, yeah, smoke inhalation. I'm just saying, I want to see a little toughness from Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. I want to see a little life's not fair from her. Yeah. I want to see a little this is why every moment matters. Yeah. I didn't get any of that from Oh, that. you were trampled to death? Now you know how it feels to be famous every <laughs> that's single right. day. That's right. But see, that's every right. single day. She goes, do you know Oh, you were burnt alive? Maybe goes, you know what it's like to have yeah. the burning drive yeah. to be a celebrity. She goes, sometimes I want to go and die at a concert, but yeah. I can't. You know what I do? I get on stage while other mm-hmm. people die. <laughs> I get on stage and I perform. Not always because I want to, because I have to. That's something that I want to see more of from yeah. her. It's just never done it for me, but I still think we should go see the show. I would go. It's too, there's something too basic about, also there's nostalgia. You know what be, this you know nostalgia be, you know, porn, I don't get it. Like, all these 35-year-old women reliving summer camp, is this healthy? It would be true justice if you died at the Taylor Swift show. It would we absolutely be true if justice. We, if we went and you died, yeah. and she said, I'm glad that my music <laughs> no, but ended by the, the way, life of that fascist. No, right, right. <laughs> I, and by the way, if I die at her show, her handwritten font. Yeah, please right. in handwritten it is with, font. It is, no. it is with a a yeah. fully functioning and uncongested heart. That I, I hope she goes. That announced. fat fuck said I was mediocre yeah. and he deserved to die hearing me play my mediocre songs, yeah. of which there is one song. She's like Taco Bell. There's one thing they've made thirty ways. Right. Mm. That's what it is, and it is a testament to the rotten society we live in uh that it is the biggest thing ever i don't know what to I tell see, people people have that criticism of like they have they have criticism of like middle like just the things that most people eat up like yes. accessible pop culture and they're like it's because everyone's stupid and i'm a genius that's why i like fucking kurt cobain and you like yeah. you know no, and it's it- like no it's just uh it's like a hamster wheel it's like this yeah. is something that you can just hop on and 
I'm not saying that it's, this, I'm a genius and her fans aren't geniuses. Know, although but, there might there's some a little bit of an argument there. But <laughs> here's what I will say. I will say it's banal. Go listen right. to Janice Chomp. Go right, listen but, to fucking the Supremes. Go listen to Fitzgerald. Go listen to uh, You can do that. Alanis Morissette's better. I don't think anybody nobody's like uh, it's just Taylor Swift for me, thanks. I don't want anything else. It's like, you know. But it's, it's you're inundated with it every day. It's just that. If you're, it's if you're on every had, social had media your feed. your job doing graphic design for the pedophile island on <laughs> Portland, <laughs> you have the brochures. I'm just and, meaning it's, it's, it's so big uh-huh. that anything that's so big, there's, there's an inevitability that you get a little tired of, like, it being pushed on you. I guess I just I, where I, maybe then I'm letting some other things bleed into this because it's. I, did you see this? This like uh, everyone's going after Matt Rife now, and now there's articles. Yeah, about okay, it. but but was it was it everyone or is it like? No, well now there's articles. And now well, they're always going to write and articles. Now, and now Marin's got a thing where he's like, "This guy's fucking sucks," and like uh, Marin's having to comment on the state of comedy. Oh, and this guy, and it's like, did he do anything other than sell no, he a made bunch a of joke? Tickets? You know, he didn't do anything wrong. Well, people aren't mad at the comedy even. They're like, it sucks. Well, like, I, I, a lot I, of comedy. I, I, honestly, I don't even know his stand up at all. I, the shit that I've seen that he's done has been fine. I, it's not like it's not. I might do him. I might do something with him. Yeah, but why? Why do people hate I'd him do a so movie. much? We're trying to like a buddy cop. It's me and him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. Well, I'm saying, I think he's great. In a roundabout way, this is kind of like low hanging fruit because the, the the fact that he can generate all that money is a testament that he is like making the hamster wheel. Mm-hmm. And to go after the hamster wheel is like that's not. It's like uh, no, but I'm saying like for example with yeah. the, with the Taylor Swift thing, mm-hmm. does she, this woman get hurt if five people in the world say she's not great? No. Everyone I've ever met says she's phenomenal. By the way, can that the all I like to do occasionally is go, wait a minute. Remember when everyone said Meghan Markle was the hero because she married a prince and was an actress? Like, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, God bless Taylor Swift, good for her. When there is a paralyzing force of which everyone agrees it is the greatest thing ever, yeah. let there be some people to go, wait a minute, what? Yeah, I guess I'm like that with Whataburger. Or not Whataburger, sorry, yeah. In-N-Out, in In-N-Out. No, you're right. Everybody today. loves In-N-Out. No, why? I agree yeah. with you. And it's like... I agree with you. So, and that, and that sense... And I'm, I'm not saying she shouldn't do what she does or whatever. Right. I think it's, it's our generation as well. We're just... We... It just... I mean, I think we were like sort of like... For, and by you, the way, You kind Marin, of touched on it before you Marin said about ha- like Alanis Morissette, right? Yeah. Like our generation like... We wanted grunge. We wanted to be a little I darker. I wanted women cutting themselves. Yeah. I wanted my women entertainers bleeding on the floor. By the way, I saw the Janice, uh, the Atlantis Morissette uh, play. Musical horrible. Jagged Little Pill. Was it good? Oh my God, it was the worst thing I've no, ever seen. No, it's terrible. Dude, it's fucking crazy. No, I believe Atlantis Morissette now should be executed. <laughs> it was nuts. I it's, believe it should be executed it's all now. Of her, it's all of her great songs and the whole play is just like a girl gets raped yeah. and it's them trying to like deal with and process this girl yeah. getting raped to Atlantis Morissette music. It's fucking crazy. You see, Marin's going after everyone. He hates everyone. The comedian compares Rife to Dan Cook and then suggested that anti-woke comics like Bill Maher have to die sooner. The thing about him is he's just, this is just kind of bitter, angry stuff. Well, what I saw is this was- Or uh, maybe, I, I, I don't brief, know. I briefly saw this this morning, but then it said it was in some kind of uh, like state of comedy thing, which I thought that was only done- Is it a podcast? JFL or Here's something. Here's what I like about Mark Marin. He's always very nice to me, and I can tell he kind of hates me. Mm. But he's always nice to me, even though I think he hates me. Yeah, he's a nice guy. He's like a nice guy, even though I believe he hates me. Which, yeah. by the way, I think is nice. 
I guess I just think that this like going after the like this guy is bizarre. It's bizarre, sure. Yeah. I think it's bizarre. What did Matt do? He sold that's, tickets. He makes people happy. Right. Yeah. That's why I, I, I don't, don't get, get it. it. Yeah. People but are mad about his same, opening joke. In the same way that the Taylor Swift thing, whenever something gets seismic, yeah. What comes with that? And it's healthy. I think it's healthy to have some detractors. Mm-hmm. It's. I think it's okay when something grows to the to the size of either Matt or whatever Taylor. You're gonna have some detractors, and learning to just shrug that off is good. That's actually good. Yeah. Otherwise, it's a cult of people that all just go. You are ah. Debbie, do you think Taylor Swift think is ever good. actually on, her, on social media? I think though? that's good, though. I think you should have a cult of people that are like you're. But they have that. You're God. They have the biggest and, cult. Yeah. So what's wrong with a few detractors? Matt Rife doesn't give a shit about this article in Who Cares magazine. I think we should put Mark Maron in jail. Well, maybe for other reasons, I'd agree. <laughs> I think for we sure. should. I think we should execute Mark Maron for. His well, I'm, if you want to go down comedy into who we can execute, I mean, there's a lot of people. Anybody we could that's execute. got a problem, yeah. anybody's got a problem with Taylor Swift, you're going to jail. Buddy. Yeah, I mean yeah. that that's coming. Yeah, I think our path forward is creating a monoculture where there's one type. That's my only. We have thing. one I'm musician. It's yeah, Taylor Swift. That's we have what I mean. One it's comedian, like, it does feel Ryan. like we have we, one we, president. We get with like one. It's Marianne Williamson. Um, I'm reading this. I love him. Aaron goes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even understand what any of this means. Mm-hmm. I can't see. I didn't wear my glasses here. So <laughs> I can't read any of this. Let me read the quote. Yeah. If you don't know who he is, he's the new it boy of shitty comedy. And he's taking a big chance in his career right now to shit on the mostly female audience that he accumulated through social media to sort of kiss up to these pseudo edgelords. And personally, I don't think it's going to go well for him. And ultimately, my producer, Brendan McDonald, the genius, made a good point in saying that he thinks that Matt Reif is actually mobilizing a new generation of comics to push back against what that stands for, much in the way that Dane Cook did to a different time to once again, you know, be creative and bring you energy and voice to what that doesn't represent. When I tell you I don't know what that means, I genuinely don't know what that means. Also, I mean, so I like, genuinely the comparison of Matt Rife to Dane Cook, I, I, but the I, only, I don't even the, really see it. The only comparison that exists is Dane Cook was popular and that bothered Mark Maron. Right. It's not like Dane right. Cook was an edgelord. No, yeah. Dane no. Cook. Dane Cook was a guy that was on stage being like, "Bees are crazy." Yeah, no, he wasn't. Can you imagine being stung yeah. by bees? Luggage, you know, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, it was fucking harmless. Yeah. So I, sh- it, I literally show my ten-year-old son Dane Cook bits. Right. The, the tell, the, some people are too comedy means yeah. too much to them. The tell is all in the comparison. I think Mark's comedy. a guy where he's very deadly serious about comedy all the time, and it's kind of like a silly job. And it's like, do we really need to be that serious about it? It's a yeah. little. Yeah. Well, it's funny because it's such like a Gen X. He's like a very Gen X type of guy. Right. Which is like, oh, I'm smart because I got Doc Martens on. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, went right. To, I went to college, pal. Right. You know, it's like, I, but he, he does he say anything that's smart? I mean, what's the, is the context? <laughs> right. that, is I don't it, think that's, like a, that's a fair question. Does he? I don't know. Is, is he, the context, is that is he supposed to be shitting on things? Do they give him subjects to like fucking rant on? Because in that case... I'll give him a little bit. I of think a pe- it's healthy though. Here's what I think is healthy about this. Uh-huh. I think it's healthy that 
you got a guy out there going, okay, fuck it. I don't like I don't like this. That's fine. That's healthy. We, of course. All of us, by the way, have that every day. But this is, pre- this is presented as in, like, we've checked in with the comedy godfather. What is this get- even? A, who's right? Re- what, what articles? Go, the, go up. Go up. Vox, yeah. The Daily, Daily Beast. Daily Beast. The Daily Beast. And Vox. They, Vox also. And Vox. I mean, like, right. And Huffington Post. Sure. And this is by Sean L. McCarthy, the, who came to my oh, show at Carnegie that, Hall that guy, and didn't write about it. Thank you. That guy stinks. Yeah. So <laughs> oh, is that the comics comic? The comics comic. And I mean, this sucks. I've I mean, always hated the comics comic. That guy, what I mean. It's like, who cares? That's such a fucking herb. He's the he fucking makes, worst. By the way, he makes a New York Times guy that I also have certain issues with, yeah. Zinnemann, look like <laughs> the greatest journalist of all time. <laughs> The comics comic makes Jason Zinnemann look like Cy Hirsch. He's one of the most smug guys in the world. He used yeah. to show up at shows and he'd be like, well, you know, I used to be a comedian. Yeah, he's a cunt. <laughs> like, he's what? a cunt. He was on Bobby yeah. Kelly's podcast. And I don't remember what, what my issue did. was with him. He wrote some shit uh, about me a while ago that was kind of shitty. And he was just like kind of condescending and cunty with it. And I'm like, dude, like, just go fuck yourself. You're like, just a person who's trying to be a comedy critic. Mm-hmm. Like, just, that's your goal? That's fucking psychotic. Well, also, the name is ridiculous. To brand himself as, well, I'm the comedian that all the other comedians are like, this guy's the fucking best. Well, this is what I mean. So this 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 <laughs> this, this this is the guy that wrote the article. Yeah. And now it's like, what? Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, his, his, his name might as well be, I'm the best comedian. Right. <laughs> he brands himself. Right. As I'm the I'm the comedy journalist known as the best comedian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've decided to do journalism yeah. instead. Right. I'm the greatest comedian. Yeah, I'm the one. I'm, I'm the, the comics comic. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's... He was like a step above Patrick from The Stand in his old vlog. Like, that's like... I think it's a step below Patrick. Yeah, maybe. No, Pat, Patrick was great. Patrick just liked comedy. Patrick liked comedy. No, Patrick's, but I'm just saying, like, in terms of how to take it seriously as journalism. This whole new thing where everything's got to be a beef is Mm. stupid. Oh, I hate it. Comics are not beefing with each other like that. It's not rap. It's none of that. No one cares. Everybody's old now. Everyone's old. Everyone's 40. People are, like, going to the doctor. Like, I'm not still. Yeah, you're still not? I need need to. Like, that's the thing. Nobody's in the streets like that. Mm -hmm. That's the reality. Yeah. People just don't like each other. Anthony Jeselnik doesn't like me because I did that thing about when he went after you guys, I defended you guys. Yeah. He doesn't like me. That's fine. No one cares. Yeah. yeah. No one cares. You're not supposed to like everybody. We're not supposed to be friends yeah. with every person we know. Yeah, if you like if, you, if you're a person that you like everybody, you're a liar. You're just right. a phony. You're you're not a real person. So the reality I respect that Marin doesn't give a fuck and whatever he's right or wrong about, it's just like you need a cantankerous guy. To when something new comes along to go fuck that. You need that guy. Yeah. Now you don't have to be that guy, but some somebody's gotta do that. Somebody's gotta do that. You know? I don't think it's that's necessary. You don't think it's necessary? No. Why? Well, that's it's sort of a contradiction. If like people aren't beefing, that I mean it's literally Well, here's the thing. It's not this isn't a, even a beef. Yeah. This is an old comic who gets hates everything and everybody. Uh, that's the thing he's been doing for 30 years. So he's just doing his bit then. Yeah, what a hot okay, guy yeah. comes and goes, I'm filling theaters with women and this guy's going to go, "Yay!" No. Right. His whole well, he doesn't have to go, "Yay." But it's his, like it's like you know as a comic his whole thing. We got to State of the industry address at JFL for years. His whole point was that this entire industry sucks and everyone in it sucks and every decision everyone makes is wrong. 
So that's his. That's been his thing forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's why. That's why I don't find it like inconsistent. I just as a when I started in comedy in a weird way. This is just the way that I've always thought of it. It's like there's us and them, and I kind of root for comics. You kind of see somebody like uh, Matt Rife. Yeah. I I watch you blow up. I watch Shane blow up. I watch Andrew Schultz blow up. You're like, oh shit, dude! Like the like this is like good for comedy overall. It's oh, all good for uh, comedy, yeah, exactly, because it'll lead to ticket sales for it's other. It's all people. good for comedy. Yeah, yeah, even, I don't, if so, uh, even if you're nothing like him, uh, especially the like hundred percent. And that's it was sort of how it always was. Like, like I didn't really understand the whole comedy beef thing. It was like when I started in comedy, it was like everybody came from a different background. You had college graduates, you had homeless people, you had old ladies, you had fucking, you had all these different types of people, and we all just came to do the same thing. And it was just about just getting funny. And, um, yeah, when I watch somebody like Matt Reif blow up, even if I didn't, li- I don't know his comedy well enough to have a real opinion on it, but even if I didn't like it, I'd go, fuck it, dude, good for him. He's fucking killing it, selling out massive, massive There's fucking- not one ounce of me that has any negative things to say about anyone blowing up, really. Yeah. You know? I think it's funny when you are a comedian, your job is to kind of make fun of culture. So, Lewis, you brought this up. When a comedian gets so, so famous that they become part of culture. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. when Amy became just a celebrity. Pete Davidson. Yeah. yeah. Pete, that like, does I, I love Pete. He's such a sweet kid. Like whenever, but like, like, part of my thing is that everyone I know are you is still going fr- to- Are you still friends with Amy? Uh, I don't think we were ever friends. Oh, really? We've yeah. texted. Yeah. We've texted. With the Israel stuff, I'm like, good for you. I like, because here's my point. Not not necessarily what everything she's saying, I will say that if you have that amount of money and do whatever you want, say whatever you want, mm-hmm. go out there and say whatever you want. If, if, if that doesn't buy you the like opportunity to piss everyone off or a lot of people off, what's the point of it? Mm-hmm. You know? And I did think that she was like going on lighting stuff on fire. And I thought that was kind of good. As a comic, I was like, good for you. It didn't seem like she's been cautious and calculated with that stuff. Now, it doesn't mean she was correct, but it did feel like she was like, hey, I'm just, Yeah, I think we should kill them all. If, if you have fuck you. <laughs> like, tweeting, she was like, tweeting, like, kill them all. It's like, like, well. If you have did. fuck you money and you don't say fuck you well, once that's in a while, point. that's, that's crazy. The point. The that's what I'm with Rogan. When they came after Rogan with that N-word uh, compilation, but I was that's like. That's a different story because here's the deal. He's not a guy that he doesn't, I don't think he thinks white people should go around willy-nilly using that word. Willy-nilly? Yeah. Willy-nilly himself. The black guy. Willy-nilly yeah. is okay yeah. to use it. I use whatever Joe, word I like, want. I don't, I don't think, think is, you should be calling yeah. willy-nilly that word. I don't think Joe is, I don't think Joe, Joe called willy-nilly the N-word. Yeah, Joe was, Um, I think Joe was literally going, I regret using that word, Act like, real, <laughs> realistically. Yeah. I don't think he was like, I have to fold for... Yeah, Spotify. Mm-hmm. I, I think he looked back on it and was like, "Ugh, he's got kids, he's got daughter." You know what I mean? I don't think I don't think he wants them saying that joke about Planet of the Apes. Although <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't think I watched the clip when it came out. I, I saw, yeah. the, I saw the headline. I was like, "I've heard the N word before." I, don't I have as well. Yeah, I don't know about <laughs> from me. I've been to Gas Digital. <laughs> You've been to my apartment. I've been to Gas Digital now. I've, I've already heard the N word. I don't know. <laughs> what are we promoting, gentlemen? Here on the uh, at the end of this, we've solved so many problems in comedy. 
Uh, I guess yeah. I, I just I've I've seen I feel like I've just caused more problems for myself. Well, I'm getting three lawsuits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brock Pierce. Uh, uh, I analyst. I analyst. Rough note to start off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, it, it gives context to Puerto Rico. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I love. By the way, that is the thing about white people. It's just. Your island will be colonized by white pedophiles no matter what you do. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. they're coming now or later. Yeah. Nick Mall in the special is out on the Adam Friedland Show YouTube. Adam Friedland yeah. Show. When does this come out? Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. So Sunday. With Abby Martin. We're dropping two episodes. This and Abby Martin. S- Abby Martin. Take a look at that one. Sunday is the premiere. It'll be on the Adam Friedland Show channel. If you haven't watched the Adam Friedland Show, please check it out. Um, our last one was with Dave Portnoy from Barstool. Um, but yeah, premiere Sunday. We might do like a live stream premiere thing. It's like a YouTube premiere. So you might get all the cameras going in the studio and have a party. Louis J. Gomez is the proprietor and CEO of the Gas Digital Network. On yeah. the Gas Digital Network, you'll find shows like Legion of Skanks, the real ass podcast, part of the problem with Dave Smith and many others. Yeah. Lewisofskanks.com. That is the website. New tour coming up. Is where you can find his new tour where he'll be going to Lisbon, Portugal yes. with 15 people <laughs> and then wondering why he has not turned to profit. He'll be playing a cafe there. <laughs> Check out my half hour that I just put out on my YouTube channel. I have my first special up there as well. Luis J. Gomez presents Luis J. Gomez. And uh, yeah, the Meaty Ogre tour coming to a city near you. I want to come on a few dates of that to just Please. jump on it. Just I, would, I would love you Because to, we to enjoy we talked about you on Matt and Shane. Good. I heard you guys said all good things. It's always amazing yeah. things. But we talked about how at the beginning of Gas Digital, you would have these meetings at Ralph's house, and you'll be, you'd be like, you'll be like, now Brenda is our new ad person, and it would just be like a retarded woman from Staten <laughs> Island with a shopping bag, and she'd have like one eye would be like wandering, and you'd be like, Brenda, what's going on with the ads? And she'd be like, they're ads, they're ads, and you'd be like, good, good. But no, we said amazing things. All right, I love both of you. Always great to see you. Thank you for coming on, and we'll see you soon. Love you, Timmy. Thank you.